Welcome to the Powerplay Team Previews, a short series in which a guest and myself are going to look ahead to the 2021 men's cycling road season. And we're going to do that by zooming in on the team's transfers, expectations, and maybe even some surprises. And in this episode, we're going to focus on Team Jumbo Visma. And I'm happy to be joined by Juri Einsen of I must say, the leading Dutch cycling medium, Wielerflits.nl. Welcome, Juri. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks a lot for the introduction, Rob. Uh, very nice to be here. Great, great, great to have you. So we're going to talk about uh, Team Jumbo Visma. Um, maybe the best season they've ever had last year, but that one thing that was still missing, just Roglic just not winning that Tour de France, but otherwise, Wout van Aert, obviously a stellar season maybe transformed into the best bike rider in the world. Maybe Roglic is the best GC rider in the world. Uh, can they top it in 2021? What do you think? Well, it's going to be a very hard job for them because, uh, like you said, it, it was the best uh, year they've had in, in, I think, since the, the team was... Uh, was introduced back in 1995 when it was, uh, of course, a uh, world novel and then became Rabobank, what now is, of course, Jumbo Visma. Um, they've had the best season in the, the whole history of the team. And, uh, yeah, it's very hard to top this, of course. But on the other hand, the main goal of last year was to win the Tour de France, uh, which they didn't uh, because of the the great time trial of, of Tadej Pogacar uh, to the Planche de Belleville. Um, so... Um, if uh, I know Murain Zeman quite well, the sports director of uh, of Jumbo Visma, um, if he has to be honest, I think he will say, okay, we had a perfect season, but we didn't collect our main goal. So I think he is still hungry for more. And yeah, I think we will see uh, see a very, maybe even better Jumbo Visma in 2021. That, that, that sounds a bit a bit scary almost. Uh, maybe one part that wasn't also the <laughs> part of the perfect season was obviously uh, Dylan Groenewegen um, and that crash in Poland and then that suspension that followed. Uh, but looking at 2021, yeah. I think it would be good if we just have a quick look at the transfers of Team Jumbo Visma. I'm putting them up on the screen right now. Uh, as we can see, going out, uh, Tom Laser he retired. Grundal Jansen went to Team Bike Exchange. Laurens de Plus to Ineos. Uh, Lindemann went to Quebeca and Taco van der Hoorn went to Intermarché. But I think the biggest loss, uh, probably here, Laurens de Plus, you'd say as well? Um, well, that's that's a bit hard because Laurens was, of course, a very good uh, rider and uh, was also, um, yeah, it was the plan to become the, yeah, the main GC contender for the future for the team. And that's what the plan they started with uh, back in 2019 and um yeah he rode a impressive season that that year but on the other hand he uh pretty fast in in 2020 made the choice to join uh, Ineos i think it was may when uh, when he signed already signed of course a pre-contract because uh, riders can sign for the 1st of august but uh, I think it was May when he decided to to join Ineos, and that's quite early, of course, in the season because we only had uh, two months of racing uh, until then because of the the COVID break. So um, yeah, of course, it's a big loss. But on the other hand, um, he still was when he was in Jumbo Visma right now. He still would have been, uh, of course, one of the best. But he still would have been uh, one of the domestics for the. For the main GC riders, as I see them, as Roglic, uh, Kruiswijk, and and Dumoulin, if he returns, so I think the biggest loss 
I would say would be Amund Grundel Janssen because he was okay. uh, a very steady factor in um, the Kobe Classics uh, team and also um, yeah one uh, one guy who was in the train for uh, for the sprint train of, of Dylan Groenewegen. So if I have to value those, I think the loss of um, Amund Grundel Janssen is maybe a bit higher than Laurens de Plus is. Yeah, and you already mentioned him, and maybe the biggest loss actually that we're not mentioning now, but you mentioned his name already, Tom Dumoulin, uh, is if we can see that sort yeah. of like as a, at least temporarily out at uh, Jumbo Visma. Yeah, yeah uh, it's it's a great loss, of course, for in in sportive perspective ways for, uh, for Jumbo Visma, because uh, yeah, it's one of the leaders of the team. He's Dutch, so it's very important also for uh, for the main sponsor for Jumbo, the the Dutch sponsor of the team. Um, yeah, and and it's already if you there was a documentary in in the Netherlands about the Tour de France of Jumbo Visma, and there you could already see that Tom was uh, yeah was not himself, uh, wasn't was was unsure about a lot of things, complained about a lot of things. Um, uh, where you could see he was doubting, like yeah, he, he, as a he wasn't rider. feeling happy, obviously, sort of himself, yeah. like in his in his in his yeah. own skin. Yeah, yeah, true. And and like we saw the the, the videos of uh, the team camp from the team presentation, where I thought, okay, he is he's enjoying riding his bike again. He's he was smiling. He was like, okay, I'm going to do some cobalt races now, uh, something else like the other years. So uh, he was he was excited, and then. All of a sudden, uh, one of my colleagues at Wielerflitz told me on a Saturday morning, like, well, um, uh, we have to do a podcast now because Tom Dumoulin is temporarily quitting cycling. I'm like, what? Yeah. That I, I didn't believe him because always when he says something, it's like, okay, it's true. But now I, I said, you are not joking me, right? And he said, no, 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 I'm not. And 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 later that day, we just we dug into the story and later that day it was... Um, yeah, huge loss, of course, for them. Uh, and it's just a question if he will return or maybe his retirement is already uh, yeah, settled by now. Yeah, we're going to see. But um, like we said, we mentioned people going out, but obviously they also have some riders coming in. Uh, I'm putting that up on the screen right now. Um, names Sam Ome, Nata van Hooydonk, Eduardo Affini, Olaf Kooi, David Dekker en Gijs Leedreizen. A uh, lot of youngsters there. Uh, yep. Maybe Omer sort of like a replacement for the plus, and I think Omer would have been excited to to ride alongside his mate Tom Dumoulin again, which is not going to happen. Um, what's the most exciting rider coming in here for you? Um, of course, um, Sam is is a really good, uh, still a really good talent. He's still just 25 years old. Uh, was ninth in the in the general classification of the Giro of 2018 when he was only 22 years old. Um, had some injuries, so um, yeah, he's, he still has a way to go to be his old self again. But on the other hand, uh, that talent isn't gone. Uh, he is, in fact, like you said, he is the replacement of Laurence Plus, and I think that Sam is capable of doing the same things that Laurence did. Uh, but maybe he has. We have to give him another year. Um, other exciting. Uh, new name in the team, I think, is Eduardo Oafini, who is, uh, yeah, of course, one of the best time trialists uh, of the world already. I think he's he's certainly amongst the the ten best uh, time trialists in the world, but can even be better. Uh, also, uh, his potential for the for the classics for the for the Flemish classics is is pretty high. So I'm very, um, yeah, curious to see what he will do in this team on that terrain. 
Um, but uh, yeah, the name I'm looking forward to the most is Olaf Koy. He will join the team uh, uh, on the 1st of July. Just 19 years old. Uh, was his first under-23 season last year. And yeah, he completely blew... Uh, away everything uh, everybody in the in the Jumbo Visma development team uh, very very high potential and yeah I I think he will be the next uh, yeah uh, top gun in the sprints at least for the Netherlands but also maybe in the world oh wow because a lot of people might be talking about David Decker for this year already because he's coming through immediately obviously great talent as well um, yeah but for you it's more like Olaf Kool is going to be the real deal and by the time Groenewegen comes back in May and then in July, they're going to have two top guns in that sprint. Yeah, I think so, because Olaf will uh, will have a nice program with, with some smaller races, but also with uh, with some World Tour races uh, in, in the last part of the season. Uh, you mentioned David Decker, of course. He is the son of Erik Decker. Maybe uh, uh, a lot of people will know his father, of course. Uh, uh, winner of the World Cup in, I think it was 2001. Um, and uh, yeah, he's also a very bright t- uh, talent. Uh, has a good sprint. Is also a, a good guy for the classics, for the for the Flemish classics. So uh, yeah, we will also uh, yeah uh, hear a lot from him. But if I have to look at those six names for here, I think uh, in five or ten uh, ten years we will uh, have talked a lot more about Olaf Koy than all of the other five names. Okay, that's a, that's a good. Uh, I think interesting for our listeners as well to say that you rate that you rate him really that highly. Um, yeah. Then looking at the more uh, common names in the team, the big names in the team, what can we expect of Wout van Aert? Because for him, it's going to be hard to improve on last season. The only thing that yeah. probably could have gone better is, uh, well, maybe the world's nah. Well, I think Alaphilippe was just too strong there, but maybe just that couple of centimeters in Flanders. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think so because he was, of course, he won a lot of races. We we have to mention he won Strade Bianchi. was was the strongest guy there. He won Milan Remo, of course, uh, was nearly perfect in the was I think perfect in the Tour de France in the role he had over there. Um, became second in the uh, world's time trial. Became second in the road race on the worlds. Became second in the Ronde van Vlaanderen. Uh, yeah, had a had a maybe a breakthrough season like. Not that he was not already there, but he's now was all of a, all of a sudden was maybe the best bike rider in the world, um, and I think that is thanks to the COVID break because if the the road season was like normal, um, I think in 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 March and in, in April he would have uh, would have been able to get that high level as he did uh, in the last part of the of the season. So I think. If there's one rider who had some sort of a benefit of the COVID break, it was Van Aert. Uh, but yeah, like you mentioned, it's it's for him. It's it's really hard to to uh, yeah do the same results this year. But on the other hand, he's he's still growing. He's still young. He's still 26. Um, yeah, he. I think he isn't fully um, fully grown yet. So uh, yeah, for the next years and also for for this season, I expect a lot of him. And uh, why not winning? For example, Paris Roubaix. That's that's the race he's he's best capable of winning, I think. Yeah, scary thought, but also really entertaining and exciting <laughs> thought as well. Because yeah. he's going to get better. Um, last one I want to touch on, obviously, Primoz Roglic. What does Primoz Roglic have to do to win the Tour de France this year? Um, well, I think the the course uh, of the Tour de France suits him even better than last year. Um, so I think uh, Primoz has to do exactly the same. 
um, but yeah, has to make sure that he underestimates no one because I think, and I think the rest of the world also thought that, that Tadej Pogacar would never win the Tour de France in his first attempt on 22 years old. Um, but yeah, you also, in the same documentary I mentioned earlier, um, he was like, okay, uh, Pogacar's good and I can follow him, but there was like a sort of, of, um, yeah, how do I say that? A sort of, of relief, like, okay, but he's not going to win the Tour. And he did. So I think he still, because now Jumbo Visma is, is really focusing on Pogacar. Uh, like last year, they maybe underestimated him a little bit. Uh, that won't happen again. But on the other hand, uh, he has to make sure that uh, he isn't too focused enough, of, uh, too much on uh, Pogacar. Because there are also uh, some other big names who... who could do some 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 sort of things like uh, like Pogacar did last year. So the main thing for Roglic, I think he has to um, think about himself and and yeah has to try to to give his maximum in every stage. Not that he has done that last year, but he said yeah okay maybe in some stages I have could taken some seconds yeah. more or some bonification seconds. So he's running, trying I think to save he, some energy when he thought it wasn't necessary, but then in the end. Yeah, I think that's that's the case. But on the other hand, uh, um, uh, I think that Dumoulin is going to return as a cyclist because Tom is a very smart guy, very uh, very intelligent. And I think when he has come like for two months in in some sort of rest period of, of overthinking, I think in March we will get the the message from him that he will say, okay, I've thought about it, but. The one thing I want to be is is a bike rider and I want to be the best version of myself. And if Tom Dumoulin is the best version of his of himself, he is uh, a top contender for the Tour de France. And I think if he could make that choice pretty quick, like in, for example, for the beginning of April, he can say, okay, I will be back as a bike rider. Yeah. If that's for the month of April, he can be in top shape in the Tour de France. And then you have two great time trialists, two great climbers on a perfect course. So, yeah, uh, I think Jumbo Visma is, of course, the team to beat in the Tour de France this year. Okay. And then last one for just for yes or no. If the team Jumbo Visma doesn't win the Tour de France, this season is a failure. Yes, that would be a failure. Okay, well, that's a, that's a clear uh, and a quick answer for you. <laughs> All right, with that, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up for the preview of Team Jumbo Visma. Thanks, Yuri. Uh, yeah, people, no, thanks. Was uh, you're welcome. And uh, people, make sure obviously you follow Yuri on Twitter, uh, Yuri at uh, no at Yuri underscore Einstein it is, and obviously follow his work on Wheelerflits as well. And if you enjoyed this content, make sure you share, subscribe, and like this YouTube channel as well. And we'll see you for the next preview. Cheers. Cheers.